Welcome to the Quiet Tutor, where we help you rediscover long-forgotten knowledge that somehow slipped away over the busy years of your life. Today, we will learn how an ancient Greek poet measured the circumference of the earth. If there are any modern-day Greeks listening to this podcast, Pay attention. This is one of your boys we're talking about here. Now, find a place to sit comfortably. Feel your muscles relax. Slowly inhale peace and exhale all the day's tensions. Allow yourself to slip away into this blissful land of knowledge. Breathe. The sun's heavy heat beat down on his bald head, but he didn't seem to notice. Why would he? The day he'd been waiting for had finally come. The hour was near. He had everything prepared. This was the moment, his moment. Passersby thought it strange that anyone would linger so long on such a hot day, staring at a sundial. For most people then, as it is for most people now, it was just another day, pretty much like yesterday and probably the same as tomorrow. But not for Aristophanes. On that day, June 19, 240 BC, with no more technology than a sundial and a little math, this Greek poet was about to do the impossible, measure the circumference of the earth. Aristophanes, by the way, was more than a poet. He was a skilled scholar in astronomy, mathematics, geography, philosophy, and became the chief librarian at the famous Library of Alexandria. Now, as you may remember from your high school geometry class, there is a formula showing how to find the circumference of a circle. If you don't remember, no worries. Relearning forgotten knowledge is what this podcast is all about. Well, that, plus meditation with some silly ASMR thrown in, The formula is C equals D times pi, where C is their circumference, D is the diameter, and pi is an irrational number that goes on literally forever after its decimal point. But let's keep things simple and just call it 3.1416. 
the diameter of a sphere, you can easily figure out the circumference. If, for example, the diameter of a large ball is 10 meters, you simply multiply 10 meters, or approximately 33 feet, by 3.1416, and you get the circumference, which is 31.416 meters, or a little over 103 feet. But Aristophanes had a problem. He didn't know the diameter of the planet, so he had to get creative. He knew that at noon on that day, in the city of Syene, the sun would appear directly above, casting no shadows. In fact, that was the only day of the year when, in Syene, you could look down a well at midday and see the sun's reflection. At the same moment in Alexandria, where Aristophanes was, the sun would not be directly overhead and therefore would throw a shadow across the sundial's base. Some say it was a stick instead of a sundial, but either way, he got a shadow. So days earlier, he hired professional surveyors trained to walk with equal length steps to measure the distance from Alexandria to Syene. And on that special day in 240 BC, Aristophanes measured the angle of the shadow, which was about 7.2 degrees. He knew there was 360 degrees in a circle, so 7.2 degrees was 1 50th of 360. Since he knew the distance between the two cities, all he had to do was crunch the numbers. Aristophanes calculated the circumference of the Earth with amazing accuracy. Modern-day scientists know the circumference of the Earth is 40,073 kilometers, or 24,900 miles. His calculations set the Earth's circumference at 250,000 stadia. A stadia is the length of a particular stadium. We don't know which stadium was used. There is some debate about that, but estimates are between 152.4 meters, or 500 feet, and 182.88 meters, or 600 feet. That makes Aristophanes' measurement of the Earth between 38,624 and 46,671 kilometers, or 24,000 to 29,000 miles. He was only off by this small amount due to the fact that the Earth is not a perfect sphere, but slightly squashed.
Not bad, I'd say, for someone whose only tool was a shadow. On our next episode, we will learn why the sky is blue.